0: podcast taking back control of your life i'm dr bill janishak i'll be hosting you here well if this is your first go around at uh, our little podcast i want to say welcome if you've been following us from the beginning um, i want to thank you and i hope you've, you've shared and you have learned something from you know our time here together So, the last podcast that we talked about was entitled Know Thy Enemy, which is very important because most people, when they're trying to conquer stress, get away from stress, kill the little saber-toothed tiger that's running around in their head, are going, What's going on here? And I thought it was very valuable, and I've always thought it was very valuable, to have you know how it all runs together. So, When you have a bad thought, why it upsets your stomach, when your neck hurts and back hurts, what is going down in your blood panel and everything else, I want you to understand the the far-reaching implications of uh, stress and what it's doing to your body. Because most of the time when people are saying, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed, they are having the effects of their stress and it's not the cause of their stress. So I'm so stressed I have my headache. I'm so stressed that, that my ulcers are coming back. I can't believe that my blood pressure is up and my LDL is high and my HDL is low and let you know that they all go together. And so if you missed that, go back to episode uh, two and uh, check that out and try to get a really good handle on that. And just an overview, like I said, I'm not going to ask you to be an expert, but I want you to understand that. And if you dig into the, the weeds a little bit on that, you can reverse engineer your health issues, because most of you, like I said, if you're trying to conquer stress, you're probably not going, this is probably not your first rodeo. So you're, you're, you've probably been dealing with it for something else. And you finally came to this threshold and said, I've had enough of this. This is crazy. And you start searching like podcasts, wherever you're listening to this from, uh, and you're trying to get a little bit more education. And that's a very good basics. I've been doing that about 10 or 11 years. I've been teaching that in public and 15 or 20 years. I've been teaching that in private in, in my office. So this episode, I want to go into, uh, if last one was know thy enemy, the other thing is to know thyself, uh, more Sun Tzu references from the art of war. But it's, I think it's really important, um, to understand what's going on there. And when most people come in and they go, I'm so stressed, it is the emotional part of them. You know, stress is physical, it's chemical, and it's emotional. Body reacts the same no matter what type of uh, stress you're under. But physiologically, you react the same. Uh, So what are we going to do? What's one of the best ways to know thyself and what's going on is first is to be healthy I, I know it's, it sounds flippant and everything but it's true um, one of the best ways that you stave off the effects of stress whether it's physical it's chemical or it's emotional is how healthy and how how you can absorb that physiology in that and so we'll be covering in detail the foundations of health and just for a little bit of references, what the foundations of health are are is that you need to breathe well. You need to have a lot of oxygen in your body. Uh, you need to eat real food. You need to move well and often. You need to spend some time out in the sunlight. You need to sleep well. And even those entrepreneurs and those first-time moms and every everybody like that will oh, all sleep when I'm dead. I've got a mission to go on. Sleep is very important. You actually start your day the night before. You need to consume lots of water. Our bodies are about 80% uh, water and if you're not replenishing that, and most of the time, you know with Starbucks that are on every corner and caffeinated drink and monsters drink, those are all dehydrating the other thing is we need to eliminate waste we need to detoxify we need to poo poo we need to sweat we need to get rid of our toxins and those are the fundamentals of health and just like i said we'll go into a lot of detail with those because those are uh, really important but as an overview if you think about any health care or wellness care that you have Everything that you do is going to go to support those foundations. And if you don't have those foundations, if you're a little lax on those foundations, like any foundation, uh, it's in the name, guys. uh, You can't get anything accomplished. The other thing that you do, if you want to get rid of stress, you want to conquer stress and everything else, we talked about that sympathetic uh, nervous system reaction that fight or flight the saber tooth tiger is running after you, your heartbeats running up And you're going crazy and everything's good and everything's running mild minute. and We have to just get all this stuff out So the flip side of that is the parasympathetic or and that's the, uh, the relax or rest and repair uh, I call it the chill and ill kind of thing where that is actually your natural state when we were cave people walking around the fight or flight rarely came up you know and it's again it it's designed to last about 10 to 30 seconds but now we live in it at some degree or another and that becomes the problem that's why we are all all overwhelmed and that's why you are are cruising on the internet looking for podcasts by the name of conquering stress so with that being said, we, we need to get in that parasympathetic. So everybody needs to have a place where you can kind of just let go and let it all just ease out easily and effortlessly. Where well, You can take whatever is on the outside and just let it go. And that is all that's going to be different for everybody based on your personality, what you like to do, um, and a whole bunch of other references and beliefs that you have it. It can be a massage, it can be a, a time with your loved ones, it can be walking in nature, it can be reading a book. Uh, it really doesn't matter what it, it is. And it's one of my favorite thing, if there's no rules, you can't break them. But you have to find a place where you can unwind because that parasympathetic, that rest and repair is our natural state our natural state of being is a healthy one and the more time you spend in that parasympathetic that's when our bodies are growing that's when we are uh, processing everything that we we do and you need that time to kind of prepare yourself so the last thing that you need to do is you've got to control your mind so when I talk to most of the people, like I said, I'm a, I'm a clinician. So people come in with aches and pains, bumps and strains, disease, chronic problems, and like that. And we we got to go back and find out what the cause of that is. And as, you know, I go through the physical symptoms and, and all the, you know, the doctor stuff. But as we talk a little bit more and we'll find out that, you know, they're stressed at work, too many deadlines, it's traffic, it's the kids, it's the finances, it's, it's whatever, but it's that emotional stress that people get into. And just to be clear, we all go through that. We all have surprises that we don't want. And those surprises that we have are the things that we, we call stress if you don't have a real grasp on your mind and your thought process or your thinking process, you're going to have a stressful personality and you're going to be the, uh, incubator of stress from people around you. So let me give you a quick example. So in, in, in your mind, if things cause you stress, if, if, you know, uh, Johnny made me feel bad on the playground, You're giving all your power over to Johnny. If your boss is mean to you or is giving you too much work or something, then he's giving you, then you're putting the control of how you feel in somebody else. And if you're not in control at all, then you're going to feel stressed because there's nothing you can do about it. And it's really weird. Once you know this stuff, and you you recognize it. You start to listen to people's patterns. I can't believe they did that. You can. You know. Do you know what Donald Trump did this week? Oh my god! I'm so stressed. You know Hillary. It and it goes on. So you're giving all the power of how you feel to somebody else. And it's it's bad because then everybody makes you feel bad. Your brother or your sister made you know said had a comment. And it, it created a feeling in you. And when you do that, you're taking all your control out. There's nothing you can do. Because if they come back and they say something else, then you feel bad again. And if you have no control, there's nothing you can do to get out of it. That's stressful. And so where do all these come Because you have to understand that you, you have to look at your beliefs and your references about why do i feel this way and how does it work and you you have to be able to give the meaning of what you're you're doing when when i first started taking uh nlp or neuro-linguistic programming and it's something that i think you all should uh look into just on the basic premise one is that if you take responsibility for what you're doing in your life, which is very rare nowadays, like I said, it's always somebody else's fault. But if you say, if you just take on, just for example, try it on like a coat for a second. Everything that happens to you is in your control and you're at cause. If somebody comes out and, and hits your parked car, take control, take responsibility for it. If somebody comes over and says, hey, you're looking a little pudgy today, take control of it. The more you take control of and the more you take responsibility for, it, the more you have control of, it, the more you can change. And if you can change it, then you don't feel that good. It's not up to your brother, sister, ne- neighbor, politician, or Facebook friend. to. They can no longer control how you feel. Well, that sounds great on paper, right? Yes, it does. But you can do it. And you have to go back to why does, if somebody says something to you or does something, why does it make you feel bad? It's because oftentimes it's something you've already said to yourself and they're just reaffirming it. So we have terrible self-talk for one thing. The next thing that we do is that, when did you decide that this was an issue, this was a problem, that you were bad, that it, it was something to be offended about? You know, in this PC world now, it, it's crazy how, you know, the kids nowadays, now if they don't get enough likes on their Instagram, you know, it's an issue. When did you decide what you believe? Most of us are r- running from recordings that we were given when we were a child some of our basic premises and beliefs that we are walking around with now were given to us before we were four years old and they they are basically the laws that you just say a good friend of mine michael stevenson and i'll have to put a link in in the notes for that who um he teaches NLP. He's a great trainer. I, I love him. I, I think he's great. Uh, but he lives abroad all the time. And he's he's basically he's my homeless friend. And I say, well, you you know, he just goes off all over and he just travels the world. So he's living the the dream. And he came back and he was he was saying, he said, you know I've been all over the world, and you know, we've always been, you know, America's the greatest country in the world. We are the freest. We have, uh, you know, we have the ability to do anything that we want. And he said, you know, why do we think that? And I thought, I go, because it's true. He says, no, we've basically been told that since we were little and we've never questioned it. He says, I've been all over the world. There's lots of countries that are just as free or freer than America, especially now here in uh, this great, crazy state that we're living in um but i stopped and thought and i went "Yeah, you know i never really questioned that i said i guess it has i never really compared it to anything i just assumed it was a belief and and from that belief i started having other beliefs well you know we're we're patriotic and we're you know we're a a christian-based society with you know Uh, nuclear families and 3.2 kids and one dog and a picket fence and this is how life should be and and I stopped and I thought I'm going huh I never questioned it or never reality I, I never questioned that reality and the fact is I started thinking about everything I believe and I just started questioning it I didn't change a lot of my beliefs because they're my beliefs but we don't question our own beliefs so what things do you have going on in your life that are causing you stress that you can change you know what's going on you know in my class I, I have an online class um, on conquering stress and, and going the first thing that we do is, is I create a manifesto I, I say we're going to have an introductory session where I want everybody to introduce themselves. You know it's kind of common in a new place that people think okay fine we'll introduce yourself. I said but I want you to sit down and write a letter to yourself and introduce yourself to you. Who are you? Really? What are your values? Why are they your values? What ideas do you have? Why do you have those? And it really wasn't, it has nothing to do, you know, with the way that I would teach the class, but I want people to get in touch with themselves. Because the thing that causes people stress is that we don't really think most of the time. We are walking around in a, in a haze that we've created and not even realizing that we have the power the whole time to break out of that. So one of the things I'll ask you to do is write your manifesto. Write who you are. What are your values? What are your beliefs? Why are they your beliefs? And it sounds kind of funny. You're just listening to this podcast. I thought I was going to learn something about adrenals and what pills to take and stuff. But this is more important because, like I said, stress is a huge, huge topic. And if you really want to conquer stress and not walk around... You know, with things hurting and always not being able to sleep because your mind won't turn off and uh, that takes some control of it. And the first thing is start with who you are. And it's funny, we never do that. I'm kind of, I'm lucky in the sense that uh, one is I kind of discovered this, this stuff, but I I surround myself with friends and we have the conversations. about uh, well, how do you, why do you believe that? Well, I don't know, I guess. It, and we kind of work th- things out in conversation. Just like most people would bitch about the boss around the water cooler, we have conversations about, yeah, why, why does that stress you out? What are you going to do about it? How are you going to prevent that in the future? You know, is it that bad? What's good about this? And when you get, when you get around a bunch of people, you know, Jim Rohn's quote about, you are the average of the five people that you hang around with the most, you know, either health wise, your financially, physically, you know, your thought processes. Pick your five very carefully. And if you can have those kind of conversations where you're kind of constantly just kind of tweaking things that have to do with you, you know, I get stressed, but I don't live in it, I don't bathe in it, and I don't let it stick around too long. So the, your first thing is write a manifesto. Who are you? And you don't have to show it to anybody. But just to get it down there, and as you're writing, you're going to go, you know, I'm a Christian woman. All right, why are you a Christian woman? You know, and if you are, what does, what does that mean? And um, once you kind of figure out who you are and have some conversations, find somebody that you can have a conversation with this is a perfect form and there's one of the things that i want you to do is interact with me over here ask some questions because i can guarantee you if you're thinking something there's somebody else here listening watching in in this format that, is, that you're going to connect with every one of you have has the ability to have some insight that can help somebody else and the whole reason that i i'm sitting here talking to you now is because I have some insights that I can help people out with. And I've used those over a long period of time to get some really good results. But it's not that hard. It's just a matter of taking the time out. And I know that this topic is more of the mental state of you because you have to know thyself. If you don't know yourself, You've got no jumping off point. You're always going to be at the cause of uh, the the wolves at the door or your doctor's report or your boss or your client or your vendor or something. Something's always going to stress you out. And you're going to walk around looking for the crap in life because you're always going to be in that, that fight or flight. And if you remember from episode one, if you haven't, go back and listen to it. When you're in fight, um, fight or flight, you're not working from this great brain that you have you're working from the reptilian brain that's only emotion and reaction and you're not going to have any deep relationships you're not going to have any deep thought process you're not going to create anything and you're not going to grow as a person i it was interesting i was watching on i, I forget what channel it is but it's it's called my 600 pound life and it has Bunch of stories about these super obese people and how they're going to go get gastric bypass surgery. And I watched a couple episodes because it just intrigues me. Just human function, just it, it intrigues me. And I, I watched the, the mindsets of these super obese people, and it's never about eating i mean the result is about overeating and that's how they blew up but it always starts as i was a child and i i felt lonely and i felt you know and i was abused or there was some story something again from the outside that caused them to do this because they never take responsibility for themselves and they are unwilling to be uncomfortable so you know you imagine you're 600 pounds and it hurts to get out of bed, and it hurts to stand up, and your joints hurt, and your back hurts, and so they sit, and somebody brings them food, and somebody brings them water, and someone rolls them to the shower, and somebody, because they are so, so av- just away from, they, they will not go into any discomfort, and they, they don't want to feel any pain, so it's always the path of least resistance and it's interesting one of my favorite quotes is from bj palmer who developed chiropractic and he said river rivers and spines wait what is the the the, rivers and spines take the path of least resistance and it's the path of least resistance that makes rivers and spines crooked and um bj He was a genius, but um, it's true that if if you aren't, if you're not able to go out and confront yourself and get a little uncomfortable, you're going to have to keep on dodging and keep on dodging and keep on dodging because it only gets worse until you do the right things, until you take control. You're always going to be dodging some other stress. So if, People don't like it to exercise. Well, they're just going to get weaker. They're going to have less oxygen capacity. They're going to not going to be able to go up flight of stairs. So then, you know, stairs are going to be hard. Well, they're not. They can't go to places unless there's an elevator or an escalator. Well, that cuts down their opportunities. So they can't have any social events. If there's no social events, now people are going to have to come to, to them. No, people don't always like to pertain to people that aren't won't do anything. So. They get less social interaction, so they start watching TV. Well, the TV's no, no good, so they start hearing all this stuff, and then they don't want to get up because they can't stand in, you know, to to make their dinner. So they call in and they get McDonald's or whatever else it's, it DoorDash brings to them, and they're not eating well. So now that they get weaker and they get sicker, and now they get back. It's just it's the same thing, and it keeps going on. Be a little uncomfortable. And sit down and think and take the time out for yourself. Give yourself 15 minutes of a day to, to sit down and think about who you are and what you do and what you believe. And when you do that, you're going to have a whole lot more power to believe that you can change all, all this stress. If you have chronic stress, you it will give you the main tools for you to uh, get over it. So with that, I want you guys to, to know that uh, one of the things that, that changed my life early when I was in chiropractic school, there was a, a, a doctor, Patrick Gentempo, and he's a, a great mentor of mine. And if any of you know anything about chiropractic, it's based on a philosophy, and chiropractic is the philosoph- is a is a philosophy, a science, and an art. And the philosophy is with what we think and how how we think. Because you know, face it, we're we're different than the medical profession. We're holistic healers versus um, you know medicine and osteopathy is considered what's called uh, allopathy. It means it basically means just symptom relief. And there's nothing wrong with that because they save lives every day if you're ever hit by a bus or a train or you have some traumatic thing no better place to be in than in their office or in their care but as far as for chronic debilitating diseases lifestyle changes like they have nothing to offer you can't fix a there's not a pill for every ill So, anyways chiropractic philosophy is a little bit different and you know if you think about what is philosophy it's about it's a way that we think. Chiropractic, in its sense, is a science. It's, okay, physiology, you know, how does the spine work? Where do the nerves go? How do the, the nerves interact with the body? That's our clinical stuff. The art of chiropractic has to do with um, how do we make our adjustments? How do we, we work with the muscle? How do we work with the nervous system? What, what kind of supplements are we using to support the body? So again, the, bo- the chiropractic, and this is not a chiropractic advertisement, although everybody should be adjusted regularly and often. So there's the end of my advertisement. But the point being is Dr. Gentempo, who's a fabulous chiropractor, had a talk on the five branches of philosophy. And I loved his input of how he made us think, and it was my first realm in critical thinking, and up until then, I think I might have taken philosophy in, in college, but it was one of those classes that probably got in the way with the parties or something like that, so I really didn't pay attention, but I paid attention to uh, Dr. Jin Temple because it was important. And there's five branches of philosophy. So if you're not driving, and if you're not exercising, just write these down because this is going to give you a good framework work on conquering stress. There's five branches. And if you answer these questions, and they, they each build on each other. But the first branch of philosophy is called metaphysics. And basically it just asks the question is, where am I? You know what is this place that I'm in, and this could actually, this is okay, if you're stressed, okay. What is stress? What what? Why am I feeling this? You a, you answer the question. Why am I feeling this? What is this place that that I'm I'm feeling? What what are these feelings I'm feeling? Where is this place I'm at? That's the metaphysic physics of it. Now. The branches of philosophy go back a long time, so they have different meanings than a lot of times that we think that they do. So a lot of times when people think, "Well, that's metaphysical," that's weird, that's woo. You know, it's not that. This, is, these are the classic words and this is the um, classic definitions of it. Metaphysics just means where am I? And so what are where are you at in your stress? What what are you doing? The next branch that we have is called epistemology and epistemology is just the study of knowledge and basically that question is how do I know how do I know and if you if you run off to it just is it just is I'm just it's just how I feel and I that's what it is now you're having a belief system we're breaking these down and we're going to we're going to use use your thought process in a new way of thinking. You're going to ask yourself, where am I and how do I know? How do I know that I'm stressed? How do I know that the stress is causing me to get snappy at my spouse? How do I know that stress is affecting my body? The next thing is um, ethics. And ethics is the study of action. And so the question would be, what should I do? What should I do h- here? So where am I? I'm in the stress. What is, you know, where am I at here? How do I know that I'm stressed? What should I do? And you can break that down and actually think about that. The, n- the next thing that you have over there is what's considered politics. And this is not Republicans versus Dems and, you know, we've bastardized politics as it was supposed to be a long time ago, so we're not even going to talk about that. But politics is actually the study of force. Is It's what actions are we allowed or permissible to do? What is the proper way of, of dealing with this? And that's a thought that you might look at. I, I'm i feeling something. Is it stress? How do I know that? Uh, my muscles are tight. My stomach is turning. I can't turn my mind off. What should I do? Well, Conquering P- Stress podcast says I should get parasympathetic. Maybe, what did he say? Uh, foundations of health. Maybe I should breathe. Maybe I should do that. Is it permissible to do the study of force? W- what actions will I, I take? What's the proper thing to do? I need to relax get parasympathetic and calm down now the last branch is called aesthetics and that's kinda it's actually the study of art but what it means is what's it look like what what can it be what can we do with that so what's it look like when you relax and how do you know in these questions if you break them down, you can come out and you can actually control the way you think. You can control your mind. You will be more apt to stop and go, okay, I'm feeling angst. Uh, he cut me off on the freeway. I'm doing, okay, well, what's that mean? Okay, well, I'm on the freeway. He cut me off. I'm late for work. Just pissed me off. And I got Okay, well, what's it look? Okay, cut me off. All right, well, I'm two car lengths behind now. I was a little scared, but okay, he didn't, nothing happened. I can let that go. What action should I take? Well, let's be grateful. Let's be grateful he didn't hit me. Let, maybe he just stopped me from getting hit from a train three miles up the road um cool what can life be like from this point on what's what's it going to look like when i relax well i'm just going to turn up the podcast kick back and relax and take a deep breath and no harm no foul now that's a lot different than having someone cut you off you get pissed off you try to reach up over there so you can flip him off or cut him off too and then then you pull into your your work and you you show up in a bad mood and you snap at your, your co-workers who and you piss them off and they don't want to talk to you so they're not going to give you the big download on the new vendor or sales deal that you have so you're not going to perform as well you're not going to make as much money so if you can't make as much money then you can't buy you know the new tickle me elmo or take the vacation or whatever else You've stopped that, that whole ball of wax in its track by having a thought process. So the branches of philosophy are very, very important. And I know you guys were sitting here, I'm going, this is kind of weird. And I want it to be weird. I want this to be different. You can go and you can download anything on how to meditate and binaural beats and uh, your thought processes on on this and just calm down and take yourself out of the moment at that point. But until you start doing the things to really conquer stress and take it off, it has to start with you. The first thing that you have to do is take control. And in order to take control, you've got to start finding out who you are how you think, and why you think like that. And what I will guarantee you, if you do this homework, excuse me, when you do this homework, and you can do it off in one chunk, or you can take 15 minutes a day, uh, it will become addicting, because this is what you're going to discover now. You're going to start to write, and you're going to start to discover things about yourself you're going to uncover dreams that you used to have that you forgot about that made you really, really happy. And the you know how life gets in our way sometimes? You're going to discover that your dreams are still there, that you, you can still get everything that you want, that this temporary problems that you're having can be turned around, and you're going to be such an ecstatic person not only to be around, but to live in the same skin with. It's so basic. And it's so easy, but it does take a thought process. And I guarantee you, very few people take the time out to evaluate themselves. We're always evaluating other. She's a bitch. I can't do this. He's this. You're this. And you label people so so quickly which is stressful in itself when you take the time to sit here and have an honest conversation with yourself you're going to discover so many things and this will become addicting it'll become the most beneficial addiction that you'll ever have so go out and do your homework and go ahead and start your journal or just sit down and do that and write it down and give me some feedback let me know what you discovered what you think and, um, how it's affected your life. I think this is just, it's one of the basic things. If you want to conquer stress, you got to know your enemy and you got to know thyself. This week, I want you to, I want you to really work on knowing thyself, figure out who you are, share it with your friend. You're a great person and great things are around the corner for you. So I'm signing off. Don't forget to hit the share button, the like button and Until next time.